Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Jasmine and Victoria. Mm-hmm. I was about to say your name for some reason. Uh, guys, people still <coughs> come up to me and go, oh, you don't like being called Vic? Or whatever I said, please ignore me. I chat shit. I mean, if you if you if you've listened past, I call I call her Vic or Vicky every mm. single day. So, and so does my mom. Yeah, she calls me Vicky. So so I'm just chatting shit. But yeah, please don't think I will ever get offended. And I, I won't. It's just when people f- no. Let me but shut up. Let me just yeah. when it's over familiar. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's I, it. I get what you mean. When you shorten my name, like you've just met me, and yeah. you know you just been like, oh, Vicky. I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, like when people call me Jazz straight away, I'm like, whoa, buddy. Mm. So it's too soon. Like literally, I've said to you, my name's Victoria, and you say, oh, you're at Vic. And I'm just like, mm. 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 Anyways, let me not confuse y'all. Call me whatever <laughs> you want. It's fine. It should be fine. It's fine. Do you have, um, do you have a, a nickname? Like, do your parents call you a nickname still? Um, yeah, actually. Well, it's kind of embarrassing. My dad calls me Tolia. What, what is it? Is, it? is that a Yoruba word? No. Basically, it's Victoria. But my little brother, um, who is now 19, mm. couldn't pronounce my name because he was a baby. And he used, oh. to go, he used to go, Tolia, Tolia, Tolia. That's cute. So my dad's always said Tolia since then because he thinks it's fine. I mean, he still calls me Victoria. Obviously, he knows I say yeah. But he just says it like it's just, yeah. yeah. And uh, sometimes when we're in public, I'm like, and he goes, oh, Tolia. And I'm just like, I just remembered that that's what that means. But it actually, it sounds really cute. That's a cute name. Um, Does your mom call you any nicknames? No, nah, she calls me Vicky. Um, yeah, she just says Vicky. A lot of, a lot of, in my family, we say uh, darling a lot. Oh, okay. How are you darling? Or, oh, okay. like, or dear. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, we say that. That's really sweet. Yeah. Do you have any nicknames? Um, It's only really my mom that calls me, like, I would say for at least since I started secondary school, you remember Jazzy Faye, that what? producer? <laughs> <laughs> and he used to say, Jazzy Fizzle. Product Shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So now my mum just calls me like Fizzle. Like that's So not even the Jazzy, just not fizzle. even the Jazzy. It's just sometimes she'll just say fizz. And that will be it. Oh my god! And sometimes my sister joins in, but it's my mom that is. Does Kaya it. even say anything? Does she say what's that? No, no one. To be honest, no one no one's actually questioned it. No, no. But I've just become so used to it that mm. I don't even think twice anymore. Mm. Like literally, she'll pick up the phone and say fizzle. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that's all I have. Okay. <laughs> Love Island this week. Let's try. Oh let's try to let's just get out of the way. Let's get out of minds. Yuande has been moving absolutely <laughs> mad. This is this how I know it's serious. This time last week, yeah. Yeah, this time last week, yeah. Mm. I could never have predicted this oh, turn of events. absolutely not. Never. Oh, I could. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Really? Yeah. And then you were a woman. You saw Yuande turn yeah. mad? Yeah. <laughs> You're about woman. No. Yeah. It started with the whole, like, she was saying, literally the day after she was saying, oh, like, what would you do if someone else came in? Basically asking for reassurance. She mm. was like, oh, he always needs reassurance. This, that, and I'm like, listen, madam, do you not remember what you were saying the day before? Yeah. But do you know what's mad? That's how we are. <laughs> not even, as, as, when I say we, not yeah. even Yoruba, we're not, not Nigerian, women in general. Like we're mad. That, that's what was even more madder is mm. that we were seeing, seeing our madness ourselves. on TV and, and we had nothing to do. No defense. Yeah. Nothing. And um, Molly May was going, like, 
Danny yeah. was picked to go on a date with uh, Arabella. Yeah. Or as um, the Scottish guy was saying, yeah. Arab Arabella. <laughs> you know, I'm mad. He was struggling. Anyways, um, I can chat. <laughs> anyway, you know, tell me that woman's name. Marv. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so Danny comes over to you one day before his day mm-hmm. and goes and and Molly's there and goes, oh, you know, I'm just going on a date now. Yeah. And it looked like he was like waiting for a kiss or yeah, he was know. waiting for something. Yeah, didn't yeah, he yeah, something tell. back, and she just went okay. Yeah, and then Molly was like, oh, how dare he look at him? He didn't even say anything. All rubbing it in. I was like, she was like, he literally came here like um, what's the name? And and came over and she was like, Molly was like, he literally came here and did nothing. <laughs> I said, we're mad. Absolutely, women mad. are mad. And I don't know if it's the way they've edited it. Um, I'm praying so, but I feel like no, it's not. I feel no, like I feel like this is exactly what they're happened mad. because you could tell, like you just saw the cloud form over Yuande's head as soon as she came in. Yuanda I was just snapped. like, yeah, she actually snapped. And we're actually missing tonight's episode I know, for y'all. Yeah, because we normally record on Saturday mornings. Yeah, but we're we're missing. I told my boyfriend I'm missing it, and he because basically he calls me sometimes, and I, yeah. I hit. Um, cancel You decline his calls For Love Island Yep Oh my god <laughs> You are savage So then when, he's like, when he was like Oh um, Have you got snacks ready For your shit show And I was like Oh I'm going We're recording tonight He was like Oh really <laughs> Yep Yep I was like oh, yeah. so, Sorry Listen uh, um, The fact that he's even resigned To just texting you Because he, do- he knows He's going to be the kind <laughs> The thing is yeah I, I, do- I don't feel bad Because you're watching it live. It's the it's the thrill of it watching it live, watching it. it with Twitter. Like, yeah. Otherwise, it is still good watching it. Yeah. But yeah. It's the thrill of watching it with Twitter. It it's makes true. it so it's much true. better. The commentary mm. is hilarious. It's but um, do you, do you think Danny is gonna? Because my issue is one, Mora. What the hell? Oh, what now? She's she came out of left field. She was basically She's... telling Danny to nip it in the bud and saying, "Oh, I quite like Danny." I'm like. She's a you know that ro- the rotisserie chicken <laughs> that's just turning and roasting. That's her. She's I'm on like, a mad one. This woman is dangerous. Mm. My Do you know goodness. what? Yeah, I think I said it before, but I feel like she's one of those women who will get a thrill yeah. of guys being yeah. attracted like to taking her, taking someone's yeah, man taking or someone's man. Yeah. So like her friend will be in a relationship with someone, and she'll, she'll just want to test the waters and see if he'll yeah, see if how he'll far crumble. He'll go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like that kind of mindset. Yeah. Even when like girls like on on like Twitter or Instagram, and they, their caption is "Oh, I'll steal your man" or something like that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Why? Yeah. I'm like, you're giving me bad vibes right now. Like, what, what's the meaning I don't of all you around me? Yeah. I don't want you around yeah, me. Yeah. Like, like today, I was doing work and I was listening to the City Girls, and they got one song where they go, "I'll take your man," and I had to turn it off. And I was like, "This is. I'm not about this bad life." Vibes. Yeah, man. Absolute I don't. I don't like. I don't period. like all of that stuff. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. Like, you look paying, and mm. but just say, like, I'm paying. Yeah, like, why do you have to say you're still, still my still man? Still man. Like, oh no, it's I not don't like it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because what if someone steals your man? Now? Yeah. Because they're you'll listening be doing to your friends. mantra. Your, your mantra is to steal your man. Exactly. And then people yell, you'll be doing friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know, that mindset. That's the thing. People are trying to associate this whole City Girls, yeah. um, Meg Stallion, Hot yeah. Girl Summer thing with stealing man. That's yeah. more of a City Girls thing. Hot Girl Summer is like being you, yeah, you know, just, you know, yeah, being, being hot and sexy. Yeah, yeah. Li- like living your truth. And even even Meg, Meg the Stallion said that she's, you know, for body positivity, plus yeah. size women, everybody like, you know, showing off yeah. their, their, you know, their bodies and living their best life sort of thing. So I think people are trying to make... They're kind of hijacking it and yeah. making it. A, it just They're trying to make a, it a, a whole phase. Yeah, I don't think it is. It's not, it's, I don't think it's about a whole phase at all. I, I just don't mm. get that vibe because I, I do get like some of Megan's lyrics is like um, explicit. Yeah, they're mad. <laughs> Gina, who was a guest on our podcast, said to me, "I was like, oh, Gina, you listen to Meg The Stallion?" And she was like, I, "She was like, I don't know if it's me getting old." And I was like, but yeah. it's too vulgar. Yeah, doesn't she literally said that's too vulgar? And I was like, I low-key agree. Because there was one um lyric where she said something like, um, putting it in his face, then the next day I leave him on red. Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I've heard that bar. I forgot what song it is, mm. but yeah, I've definitely. I'm like, mm, I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you completely. But even in that conversation, yeah, mm. that that <clears throat> where Mora was like, Oh, Danny, nick it in the nip it in the bud. Mm. Um Molly May was there and she was like, oh, savage, but I love it. I'm like, you are a snake. What you, what, she said savage, but I love it. Yeah, like she but, said. But uh, your mother's <coughs> your friend. Yeah, your mother's your friend. Marvin's stuck yeah, to your man. Marvin is saying, <laughs> <laughs> Marvin is saying, nip it in the bud. And Molly May is like, oh, savage, but I love it. But she stresses to your man. She's exactly. Gonna stick, you exactly. Think, Molly May, she's still coming for him. Exactly. She's just biding her time. She don't care. That that woman is Marv or whatever. Marv does not give a, sh- a goddamn yeah. diggly. She's. I'm pretty sure she'll probably end up with um Curtis in the end. Where Curtis is in hot water from the preview I saw. It looks like, but like Curtis <laughs> is having a great kiss. With I want it to. Cool. I want it to actually scream. Have, did you see the way Yolanda reacted? Yeah, she was she so, dipped. That's when I knew she's she she's our girl. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, girl. for real. Yeah. Like the her reaction. That would have been me as yeah. well. <laughs> He actually I think she held her mouth. He said was, he, was, he was so confident. <laughs> Great connection. Ten. I'm like even and the Tom, man them was like, I don't think that's who you said. <laughs> that's not who you think it is. And he just smiled. I'm like, you are Listen, in. What can you do? Big big trouble. What can you do? Oh gosh. So we asked you guys to ask us some questions on mm-hmm. socials, and I've got them here. Okay. Uh, we've got a few. So let me go to them. Um, we've got at uni did you find it hard to try and make and maintain friends than non-black girls Hmm. that's the question at uni did you feel like you had oh sorry oh was it harder to make friends sorry I'm saying it wrong at uni did you feel like you had to try harder to make and maintain friends than non-black girls not at uni my uni experience was completely different to, mm. to everyone else's because obviously I found out I was pregnant like literally as I began uni. Mm. So you was in the same dorm as me, like same. Yeah, and you was like, if you had stayed out, I think my experience would have been different too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So it's like I was only in halls for like maybe two months, and then I left, mm. and um, I was commuting from then on. So I didn't get the full. <clears throat> Sorry, there's something in my throat. But I didn't get the full experience mm. that 
other people would have gotten like I didn't get to like go to the ratchet parties mm. like we went to a few like mm. I remember like <laughs> my breastfeeding boobs just hurting <laughs> really we that that. yeah yeah which, they, not, which one they were hurting uh what was it called academy was it academy oh then yeah oh yeah we went like to the end of yeah um our bracelet someone wanted to buy it yeah, some, someone ripped the bracelet this boy ripped the bracelet off my hand oh, so yeah. that he could enter the party oh afterwards. my god we went we went to another party the next day i think we did on a bus Oh yeah, and I saw my brother. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember all of this. Oh my god, I remember all of this. I did not have fun there. I f- yeah, I think the party was okay, but then it's like I think the the vibes was wrong. Mm. Some parties just have vibes, yeah, and it either goes with you or it yeah, goes against, goes against you. Mm. So I think I don't think I think at our uni there was a lot of black people, so mm. it wasn't. I don't think it was hard to... Mm. Yeah, maintain. we went to Brunel, so there was a lot of black yeah, people a lot at Brunel. Of black people. And Asian, yeah. Very yeah. multicultural. Uni. And um, yeah, there was a lot of... Mm. It was very mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I, was, I, I would say it was probably evenly mixed even. And um, white people made friends very easily as well. Like mm. it was it was easy for both. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. What, what do you think? I don't know. Um, i say my experience was a, hard and not hard. Yeah. But, doesn't make sense but so it was hard in a sense where my my flat was i think i spoke about my uni experience where i had a racist um, yeah. person if i haven't lads let me know and i'll explain yeah. it in another episode um and i was the only there was another black girl there but remember she she turned out to yeah. be a witch at the end yeah. so i started eating her food um <laughs> but um yeah my flatmates were very boring and i didn't mm. want to go out so I was like, oh my days, like, this yeah. is what everyone told me that uni is about going out. Like, they yeah. were very, very boring. Mm. Um, no, do you know what? Going out doesn't make you boring. Let me not say that. It's not like that. But it's yeah. like, even like to go out for dinner yeah. or go out to like... It's just having that experience. Yeah. Just just something to look back on and be like, exactly, oh, that yeah. was really... Or yeah. even, because I don't want to say going out makes you boring. Going out doesn't make you... like Not to go out makes you boring because I hate going out. Yeah. But I do sometimes But it's more like Even socialising in the kitchen They didn't like to do that mm. So it's like What am I supposed to do? Yeah Um. So I Met Some white girl came to my flat And was like What are you doing? And took me to the to the flat The next In the next hall mm. And I met my friend Lucy Okay Yeah, yeah. And like, this was my second day And I was like Thank God God. God and like we're both Nigerian we're talking about our trainers we're both wearing night blazers mm. and she's cool people I still think she's cool people to this day yeah um and like me and her became really really close at uni yeah. like we'll stay around each other's flat and like you know always helping each other yeah. she would help me with my hair a lot help mm. me relax all sort of stuff so so it was good in in a sense like that but I felt like I was very lucky that in my course I had Jasmine, I had Ikran, yeah. and I had Naveen. Yeah. And you lot were like my rocks. Like yeah. you lot were my home. Definitely in our course. Dogs. Like if you yeah. lot were not there, I would I don't know if we would have completed. I would have been effed. Honestly. I would have been crying. Because uh, I didn't even join yeah. uni anyways. So Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I think just like anything, t- mm. to be honest, it's the people that are with you, the people that mm. are there are mm. what make or break your exactly. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um like Vicky were, Vicky had the I guess you would say full uni mm. experience. Like you was able to stay on campus. Mm. You got, you did your house share and mm. all of that stuff. And you still found it difficult yeah, because yeah, of yeah. like the people that were around mm. you. But, so, but, but yeah, but then yeah. 
when I met Lucy, I met, uh, through Lucy, I met Grace yeah, and Jamara, who I lived yeah. with um, in second year. And they're still my home dogs. Yeah. Like, I fuck with them heavy. They're really, really great people. And yeah, I feel like through uni, I met like my closest yeah. friends today, like you lot. Mm. Um, and then in third year, we lived together again with, with yeah. a bunch of other black girls. So it was really good in a sense, like I was around black girls mm. and I didn't really join ACS, but I went to a lot of like yeah. parties and stuff or like, mm-hmm. I w- yeah, I don't think I went to any meetings really. I think I went to a few. Okay. But it was mainly like parties and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, it was easier, definitely easier to make friends with black girls on, yeah. on campus. Oh my God, 110%. And I felt like if you're going to uni, never be afraid to go to someone, a black girl and go, hey, you are right. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that's that probably the safest time to do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Did I do that to you? <laughs> yeah, you did. 100%. <laughs> I'm always like that When I'm in a new environment I, I just, I'm just like Just say hello And and then I say to myself If they're weird to me They're weird Yeah <laughs> you, You're the weird one I'm saying hello We don't know no one here Yeah yeah um, So But then When I try to branch out Because in my second year I had like shit time Proper shit time Then in my third year I was like I'm going to kind of Change this experience And and make as much friends as Make, make it as Meet as much new people as yeah. possible and add more experiences. So my third year, I joined hockey team. Oh yeah, worst that. decision of my life. <laughs> Number one, it was fucking expensive. Asking me seventy pounds for kit. Do I even have money? No. My parents like uni is the uni is the period where I realized that I didn't have money. Like people will be asking their parents for seventy pounds for hundred pounds. My parents were asking me yeah. for money. Like mm. I didn't have money. Like, mm. um, like actually, I think my, yeah, it was my boyfriend who had to pay for my kit. Oh, yeah, him. he paid for. He used to buy. He used to buy me a lot of food. Like, Aww. thank God, shout out to him. Um, but that experience there, it was just white girls, and that's not a problem. Mm. Some of them were really nice. Yeah. There was one Essex girl again because I'm from Essex. We kind of just gelled. Yeah. Um. Then she quit, and I was like, Hmm, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Everybody else was just awful. Like, I tried to make friends, and people just ignore me. It was so hard. It was so, yeah. so difficult. I hated it. And I felt like, why am I putting myself through this? Mm. And I kept saying, oh, well, you know, I've paid the money. So let me just keep doing it. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. And then there was one experience where even though I was a third year, in hockey terms, I'm a fresher because I joined later. Yeah. So they told me they told me and others to get on the ground and crawl on the floor. And I, was, I remember you told me. And I was sitting down on the chair because I came to the pre-drinks earlier and some girl told me, oh, you need to get up. Like, I need to sit down because I'm older. And I said to her, yeah, I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you lot are mad. It's hazing, yeah. you know. Mm. I never would have thought it. You lot, I said, you lot are mad. <laughs> all of you are fucking crazy. Like, all of them. Um, So I was just like, yeah, I don't want no parts in this. Um, I really, really hated their vibe. Really, really hated it. And I wouldn't say it's an element. Do you know what? I would. I would say that they treated me differently because I was black. Mm. Because everybody else was having a ball and yeah. having the time of their lives. So, Yeah. That's for me not to have done that really, but mm. you know, you live and you learn. Um, yeah, definitely. But we, do you have any tips for people who are going to uni in September? Um, we'll probably do a, a more in depth uni episode. Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can definitely do. That, that's a good time to do actually. Mm. Um, just before uni, um, but I would say just be open minded. Mm. Um, I'd say especially school was a long time ago, but when I went to school even though it wasn't East London, it was very mixed. Mm. And it's like some of like my closest friends when I was at school were of different races. Mm. So it's just, and it's like, 
I guess on paper you'd say they weren't my type on paper, mm. but they were literally like yeah, yeah. my rocks yeah, in yeah, school. Yeah. Mm. So I think th- the same with uni, and mm. it's like such a safe space because it's not neutral grounds for mm. everybody. Mm. So people are often not. I don't know, like you know, sometimes when I see black girls mm. like on like in public, I'll smile at them, mm. like give them a little smile, yeah, like, yeah. you know. But it's like I get screwed back, and I'm like. Ah. That doesn't that doesn't happen at uni. Like mm, when I was yeah, at uni, no, that never happen. ever yeah, happened. Never, yeah, not, it was yeah. completely different. But but the thing is, with uni, it's not. You don't just think you just have to be friends with black girls. Of course, yeah. there's comfort and there's knowing that. Yeah, be open minded. Yeah, definitely mm. like talk to white people and they might. Yeah, because they might be like they might. And usually they're on the most fun stuff. Like to be honest, they they're not. Yes, they love cl- clubbing and stuff, but they think outside the box mm. a lot of the time. Some because yeah, there's some there's some, some white people who go to uni. They've never seen black people before. <laughs> you know that meme where uh, yeah. a girls you're behaving like you've never seen uh, woman before. before. <laughs> Some white people go to uni, they've never seen black people before. You're the first, and they will confidently tell you, you were the first black person I've ever spoke to in life. And you're thinking, why have you told me this? Yeah. Like, and what's scary about this is, you get this in uh, in universities like Cambridge, Oxford, Mm. and you're thinking, so you're that smart that you can go to Cambridge, but you're that dumb that you don't understand Mm. etiquette when you're talking to humans. Mm -hmm. It's mad. But yeah, if, if someone moves to you mad at uni with all this racism and stuff, just just walk away and walk slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Just just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, that's that's like the start of your freedom. That's yeah. the start <clears throat> of your life. So But but don't feel we'll, we'll have an in-depth talk about yeah. uni and stuff, but I, if you're thinking you don't want to live on campus, that's also not a problem. It's absolutely fine. Like yeah. I feel like if I'm gonna be completely honest, I think it's the most overrated. When we talk about our uni episode, I, I generally think uni is the most overrated yeah, thing. Save your coin. Ever. And commute, if you can, if you can. Ever. Yeah. Like, I say this all the time, the best years of my life was when I first got a job and I had money. Mm. Like, when people are like, uni was the best time in my life. You, I, I was broke. <laughs> I was dirty broke for no reason. Mm. I didn't need to be that broke. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next question is, have you got yeah. questions? Yeah, I only got one question. Yeah. But, um... It's kind of re- related to uni, I guess, mm. but it's um, about not having a career plan or oh. dropping out of uni. Mm. Um, so just kind of talk, can we talk about what it's like to not really be interested in anything and not know which direction mm. you're going in or what your talents mm. are? Do you have any any advice on finding uh, yourself? I think I can somewhat relate at the moment. I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm. Um I don't know if I want to be a journalist anymore. I don't know if I want to be in the yeah. media. I'm thinking of going back to uni. Yeah. But do I? Because I hate, I don't think I'm academic. So it's like, mm. uh, it's, it's mad. Um, I think internships are always a great, great way of learning yeah. what you do and you don't like. So, you know, let's say you, you do an internship at, in, a, in, a, in a news corporation, yeah. you do an internship at a fashion house. That's a great way to kind of test the waters. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's, it's it's looking at skills. What mm-hmm. what are you really good at? Are you good at talking to people? Are you good at making people feel calm? Are you good at reassuring people? Maybe you could think about therapy or maybe mm-hmm. you could think about customer service. Yeah. Are you good with maths? Maybe you could think about accounting or, you know, it's just like sometimes yeah. it's looking at it from skills base. Mm-hmm. But I, I think no one no one knows what they want to do. 
Like I generally feel like, I mean I'm pretty sure There's people out there Who are like I was born to be You know A DJ And that's them Sorted with life But I don't think I don't think anyone it's, does It's hard Yeah It's so hard Like I remember I'm still kind of Going through it Like last year I was so Lost mm. Like literally When I was talking To my friends and family I was just saying I'm lost I'm lost I'm lost Because I have I wouldn't say I've done so many Different things But it's like I actually started um, doing a midwifery course. So like when I was young, I always had in my mind, I want to be a journalist. I want to be a journalist because mm. a journalist came to our school and spoke to us mm. in school. And I was like, I want to be a music journalist. That's what I told myself throughout school, throughout mm. college. And then the last year of college, I don't know what it was, but I got scared. Mm. And I was like, maybe I need something a bit more secure. So then I actually went and did a midwifery course. Mm. Um and I was interested in it. I definitely was. But then after a year, I was like, you know what? I think I did, like, I was working in the community, like, mm. you know, seeing women after they've had their children. And then I did, like, two weeks at a hospital. Mm. And I was like, no. Oh, my. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why these no. things are helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful. And what kind of screwed me over is that that was the year... Like when I changed course, that was the year when it went up to nine grand. So oh. it's like the midwifery course, I wasn't paying for it. Mm. Like it was, I had a bursary and stuff. Mm. Um, and then I changed to the journalism course and it went up to nine grand. Mm. So for me to go into journalism, it took a lot. Mm. Um, and when I told my family, they were like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? That was the worst bit, I mm. think. The worst bit was telling my family, like, I'm going to quit this course and start. Um, in September um, in a different course and um, I remember I quit in maybe April May of that year mm. and obviously the um, UCAS had closed for the year so mm. I had to apply kind of I wouldn't say off the books but I applied in June mm. so I was like shit 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 I've got to do this quick so I wrote my personal statement quickly mm. I spoke to the head of journalism, whatever his name is, I've wow. got it now. He did a quick Skype interview and then I got my offer like mm. a day or two later. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, mm. And that's what confirmed to me that I was supposed to do this. Yeah. I was like, God made it happen. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally did it within three days of the deadline. So, um, yeah. And then I've done my journalism course and I'm like, do I actually want to do this? Like, mm. even as I'm graduating, I'm like, do I really want to be a journalist? Because... I just felt so, I guess, deflated mm. because of what we were told about. It's going to be hard to make money. Mm. Um, I did work experience at a magazine, like a very popular black magazine. And I was just like, I'm not feeling this. <coughs> and I think they even got to my head. They were like, oh, are you sure this is for you? I was like, oh my huh? God. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said it to me. And I was like, you know <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, wow. That's so fucked up. I was up. like, wow. Yeah. So, um... I was like, maybe I just need to reconsider. Um, so I was like, what, what is it that I'm kind of interested in? I knew I wanted to stick with writing, copywriting. Mm. So the next job I, I got, it was more to do with like um, creating posters mm. and writing for, for transport or whatever. Mm. Um, my next job was a bit more writing. And then I was just like, I'm done. Mm. I've tried. I've worked closely with marketing teams and everything like that. And I'm like, I am just not, this is not for me. Mm. I, I even need complete freedom mm. or I just need to be, because I did work for a little bit as a um, 
<laughs> it sounds like I've done everything when I say this, but mm. obviously I worked at King's Cross for TFL. I forgot you. I forgot you. Yeah. Do you so I shoes? did that. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, the shoes. <laughs> no, guys. So just messaged us and she was like, oh, guys, TFL got to hook us up with DMs, yeah, Dr. Martins. Dr. Martins. I was like, just a sink, man. Yeah. I, I had my Dr. Martin's box. It was fresh, clean. I was like, oh, I'm going to have the... I thought I was going to have... I, I forgot what they're called. The low ones. Yeah, the yeah. low ones. I was like, yeah. Sick. I got hooked up. When mm. I opened the box... <laughs> <laughs> they were like loafers. Like boat shoes. I was like, what? <laughs> I, had, I, I sent you guys a picture yeah. straight away. I was like, I can't believe my eyes. And they had the logo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh How long was you working there for? I only worked there Like that was the job that I got straight out of uni Oh yeah So I worked there for about I think it was like six Maybe eight months mm. Until I got like my writing jobs mm. um, And now I've got a new job Which I'm starting in a couple of weeks mm. Which is completely different It's mm. shift work mm. And I think my most enjoyable job was when I was working at King's Cross. Mm. So it's, I think it's just about taking your experiences from different things yeah, that you've sure. done and then just working out what, mm. what brought you the most joy mm. and um, I guess kind of finding mm. your own for path sure. that way. Absolutely. Because um, I think it's, I don't think, like you said, I don't think it's normal to kind of, no, it's not normal. That's not a good word. No, it's, it's just but everybody it's, knows. Yeah. And that's okay. Not everybody knows mm. where they're, what exactly they want to do and you might you might even wanna, when they're starting yeah. uni and you might want to that's why i think uni's fucked yeah like i generally think it's fucked that we have to decide what we want to do at 18 yeah, yeah like definitely a lot of, a lot of people say to me you're very mature like when i was younger mm. i think that's because i'm the oldest child a lot of people have always been you're very mature you're very mature you're very mature I was like, oh, i'll be fine at uni no yeah. no like it was it was a different experience it was mm. like i and as well yes i'm mature but i still don't know what the fuck i want to do with my yeah. life yes i i'm not sure i made the right decision then i just felt like i don't know i really admire people who go to uni later yeah yeah because it's because it's like you're saying actually i want to take time and really figure out what the fuck i want to do yeah and be sure i want to do this course mm. not just go because everyone else is is, is doing it and like, yeah but and that's one thing i probably if i could have gone back i probably would have just not mm. gone to uni and you know just taken my time to figure mm. out what exactly i want to do mm. before i did it because for having a degree definitely has helped me mm. but i also see there's equal kind of i guess it's good to do apprenticeships i think oh, apprenticeships yeah. are probably the way forward mm. for a lot of young people i just hate now. how how it's the it's the small it's the pay, pay it's, it's small not pay. good at all. it's not good. they need to change it yeah but that's, again our government our government doesn't want to put stuff like that no. high on their agenda no it's, it's pathetic yeah um and also, let's look at Rihanna. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I'm she just done an interview recently where uh, she with uh, Stefan Meyer. But Meyer. I'm sure she implied that she doesn't even really like like making music. Yeah, that's what I mean, guys. <laughs> like, like, don't be too fixated on this is who I need to be. You know, yeah. my name is Joanna, and I have, and everybody knows me as like yeah. marketing queen. It's fine if you go one, like turn around one day and be like, do you know what? I'm into yeah. sports cars. It's completely fine. It's absolutely, like Rihanna's like, fuck you lot. Yeah. I don't even want to make music and I'm literally forcing mm. myself because you lot are Yeah. Did you see door. the picture? Did you see the picture of her yeah, face? Yeah. She was upset. Yeah. She was sad that she was making music. Mm. 
Yeah, um, 5 a.m. Yeah, and then she was holding a t-shirt saying "No more music." <laughs> then she was on this uh, this drinking game with this presenter, saying the the guy said, "Oh, ask me a question, and I'll I'll help you." And then she says, "I don't know if I want to make music, something along them lines." That's like Aww. this woman doesn't, want, and that's fine. Mm. It's even it's well. Yeah. You've done seven albums. Yeah, or it's true. She's done. actually done enough. It's it's all right. Focus on the other things that bring you joy. Yeah. And I think we should stop living our lives with other people. I know it's harder said than done, yeah. especially when you have parents of a different generation, but, you know, do shit that makes you happy. Do, do, yeah, do it for yourself. Another question mm-hmm. is, also at uni, did you find men would stare but would never approach? It makes me feel very insecure and I hate it. Ugh, I'm really sorry you're experiencing that. And... I would even, I was going to suggest put, give them the finger, but the thing is men are mad these days. So I think just make sure you always have a buddy with you. Yeah. And if you if you do feel like, you know, it's, it's scaring you and it's a, something that's reoccurring, maybe talk to a bartender, yeah. not bartender, sorry, like the security there. Yeah, definitely. Maybe just they, let someone know, yeah, let I someone think. Know, yeah. um, just mm. so that there's someone else keeping, yeah, yeah, keeping their eye out. Especially with all the like spiking mm. of drinks and mm. stuff that's going yeah, on be these very days. careful. Yeah. Just be very vigilant mm. and just make sure you mm. have someone that you trust yeah. with you as well. Mm. That's all I would say. Yeah. But I've I personally haven't experienced that at uni. Mm. Um, but like I said, I wasn't really going mm. out too much. So yeah, my experience like, was completely different. I just feel like I was clapped and nobody was looking. At me. God forbid. Stop saying that. Please. But it's fine. We move, baby. Stop saying it. Uh, someone says, hey girls, do you have any tips on pitching opinion pieces to publications? This, this is Victoria's time to shine. Shine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this the same question we've got here? Yeah. Okay. So the, there's, an, there's another bit to the question. For those with no professional writing experience. Um, whew, here we go. So I'd <laughs> say if you've not got any experience, don't be disheartened. Mm. Um, what I would say is <clears throat> get some. So at least try to get, at least try to get one byline behind your name. Mm. But I, I set the goal as free. So mm. at least try to get free. So so, and it doesn't have to be something you're super 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 passionate about. But I think getting the free bylines will kind of prove that you've got a portfolio. And like mm. prove that you, but your that your work is out there. Yeah. And the thing is, there's so many publications out there that you will get something. Yeah. So we, let's think. If you're writing about black women and you're like, okay, I really want to uh, uh, write something on your one day's experience with Love Island. Yeah. You've got Black Ballad out there. Mm-hmm. You've got Gaudem. You've got who else is out there? Plantain Papers. I think there's there's yeah. a magazine called that. There's lots of different like organizations and there's lots of. Um, places where sometimes they don't pay which yeah. sucks but it, it does mean that you do get the buy-in and that's the thing that sucks about journalism it's like you have to say to yourself should I do this and get the byline and not get paid or yeah. do I kind of want to wait a bit and do get paid but then yeah. I don't know for, for me personally wait up exactly, for, yourself, yeah. Yeah. for me personally if you don't have experience I would take the, I would just I feel bad saying it because I don't want people, all the liberals to come after me and be like, you're promoting non-paid work. Yes, it fucking sucks, mate. It proper does. But I, it's, it's the nature. Of, it is. It is sadly. The, yeah. But it's just like, if if, it's, if that's what how you want to play it, sometimes taking unpaid work does work to your advantage. But yeah. I always say this to people, if you're writing something, always, always ask, what's the fee for this? Yeah. Because they'll bump you. And another thing to, to think about is um local gazettes, mm-hmm. your local papers. If you see something... 
I don't know, your auntie's running a market stall, the first ever Ghanaian food in the, in your town. Why not write about it? Mm. You get a byline for... The, Sorry no, to interrupt, but just one question I, I will ask is, do you recommend mm. the person writes the article before they pitch? Or no. should they pitch first? Pitch first. Always. Uh, yeah, always. Like never. In fact, a lot of editors get annoyed when people send like, Full Articles. Google Docs. Okay. Someone sent me like 2,000 words once when I was... Okay. I said, sister, we're not even publishing. <laughs> like, don't do it because you're wasting your time. Because mm. the thing is, yes, you might have an idea for something and the, the editor's like, yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah, well, I've written it. But then they might come back to you and be like, actually, we're thinking to go with this peg mm. or this angle. And then you have to rewrite it. So it's, you might... But is there a it. risk that if they don't, um, write the article mm. before they pitch mm. that because they don't have that experience of like previous work that they might be just overlooked. Yeah, if you don't, if you if you've yeah. not if you've not got anything written, yeah, yeah. there is that risk. Yeah. There is a risk of editors being like, oh well, you know where? Yeah, yeah we don't know. We don't what, know if that's yeah. that's why I always say to people try and at least get three yeah. bylines. I mean, one is good enough. Mm. One you should still you should still pitch, but at least with three, it shows you have a portfolio. It shows yeah. that you're you're making progress and mm. you're getting your name out there. And as I said, there's lots of ways to do it. Local gazettes, there's lots of local gazettes. If you just go to your local town or go to WH Smith and just look at the paper titles, mm. switch over to the back and look at, get their emails or the editors, email them. Hey, can I cover? If there's a fire on your road, honestly, if you take a picture and there's a fire on your road and you email it to the picture desk or the editors there and interview people who are there, that's a new story. You've yeah. got a byline for... Barking Gazette. Yeah. That's easy. So not easy. I don't want to say news work is easy. It's not. But like, it's a straightforward way of getting those skills. Um, And then when you're pitching, I think the best thing to do is always get that email. Yeah. Because there's no point of just sending it to... The uh, office email address. Exactly. Because it's going to get aired. Mm. It's going to get aired. Um, So yeah, find a particular person... If you want, if they're chatting, if you're following them on Twitter, maybe DM them and be like, hey, I'm going to heads up. I'm just going to send you a quick uh, mm. pitch about this. Some people don't like that. Journalism is mad, by the way, guys. Yeah. Some there's, people, no, there's no hard there's and no, fast rule, is there? There's no, there's yeah. none, but it's just try it all yeah. because YOLO. Um, but yeah, email and just say, this is the the guide I always give people when they ask. Let me see if I can find it. So I, I would just say something straightforward, like, hey, hope you're doing well. I'm just getting in touch with a picture piece about XYZ. And I thought that your publication, and when I say your, insert the publication's name, mm. would be a perfect place to pitch as it would resonate with your audience. Mm. This piece will address how blah, 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 blah is doing blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So just give three points what your 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 piece is going to cover. And then say um, a working headline for this would be blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Look forward to what you think of this pitch. Then when they get back to you, let's say, yeah, that's cool. Then you say, thank you so much for getting back to me. How much is the fee for this? What is the deadline? And what is the word count? Always ask the fee because these motherfuckers will just not pay you. <laughs> and that is not what you want. Because mm. I remember when um, Uxbridge Gazette didn't pay me. And my lecturer was like, oh, you know, you could have got paid for this. So I went back to them and they just aired my email. <laughs> <laughs> you were having a laugh. You was asking for payment the afterwards. Ar- <laughs> I said, when the work was complete. Yeah. After after it was printed, I'm finished. About a month later, and I was like, "Oh, is there any way I could just add it?" Oh my god! Yes. Well, you know, you've tried. I don't. You you tried. I've tried. But yeah, there's lots of publications out there. Um, so very um, best of luck with with that, and I hope it goes well. And if you need more information, please just DM mm. me.
uh, we have another question. How do you end a friendship with someone who's a trifling asshole? <laughs> wow. Um, oof. Trifling. Um, I wonder yeah. what this person's doing. I know. I want to know. What's the tea, sis? She's sleeping with your man. But, <laughs> is this Mora? <laughs> but um, I... I've never really had to experience this. I feel like I'm, I'm just useless in oh, this yeah, conversation. I but this I, if I was in that situation, I would probably just kind of say, these are the reasons why I don't fucks with you no more. Mm-hmm. And just explain it. And I don't always think it has to necessarily be on bad terms. Mm-hmm. Like if it makes you feel better, like just be like, I, I forgive you mm-hmm. in advance, mm-hmm. even if you're not going to say sorry, mm-hmm. but you're not for me. Mm-hmm. You're disturbing my peace. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Just part ways. I know it's not always easy, especially if you have like mutual friends. I can't even imagine. That's the dirty one. I can't yeah. even imagine what you're doing. When you have a friendship if, group. Yeah. And all friend- of you have been friends since yes. you're three years old. Ugh. Wow. And all your moms know each other. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know what you do in that yeah. situation, but all you can do is, I guess if you are in the same friendship group, just try to be civil mm. for the sake of other people. But it doesn't mean that you have to force anything. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think with me, yeah, when someone's mad, I just distance myself. Yeah. And then I just hold, well, there's two things. If someone's mad and I, I still love them, mm. I'll be like, listen, you're doing, this is why you're mad. And this, well, I don't say that. I say, yeah. this is the things that you're doing that's making me upset. Mm. Um, it made me upset when you did that I really care about our friendship that's what I'm telling you if I didn't care I wouldn't say anything mm. and I would just distance myself and then just take it from there really I'm always honest like I, I've I've once had to tell a friend like this is what you did to upset me mm. and I've really I've really said that to people because I, I generally care yeah. if not it's just like it's a, it's a just kind of let it go yeah, just let it go just mm. bit by bit and then yeah. they'll hopefully they'll get the message and bounce mm. but um, yeah I hope I hope they I hope, I hope you sort out your you situation. Yeah. I hope they're not hindering your day to day. Yeah. Because don't let people do that to you mm. as well. If they're disturbing your peace. And sometimes when you go. tell people, they're like, oh my God, I didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I, f- I always think it's good to just get it out mm. in the open. Like sometimes we can assume that the person knows what they've done mm. because to you, it's like such a violation exactly, that yeah. you think this person must know what they're doing. But mm. that's not always the case. Some people are literally just, I guess, being negligent mm, for sure or reckless with their behavior so mm. i would always have a conversation with them before i cut it off but so someone asks how do you deal with haters <laughs> i got no haters <laughs> <laughs> i got me some hater rays. um i don't have haters yeah i don't think not that i know of yeah i mean shout out to them yeah shout, okay, so just shout uh, out to the haters yeah, I mean, it's like the, I don't know how people quantify what 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 is a hater. Like, how do you know that someone's hating on mm, you? I mean, that's a matter. And one. it's like if they are hating on you, it's like you can't you can't do anything. You're not mm. you're not you can't stop them from hating on you. Yeah, you just got to do you. you just just do focus you. on yourself. But the thing is, if you if you got haters, that means you're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember mm. what Drake said? No, what is it about Pusha T? And oh, he said, "Oh yeah, that I, energy. Oh, I love that yourself. interview. Oh, I love yes, that interview. Put it into yourself. Work oh, on really yourself. Yeah, yeah, Forget about that. them. Yeah, I love that interview. They're yeah. not going to impact you. Mm. So yeah, mm. I just I just put that energy mm. into myself. And then he made the, the what did he make? Mm. He made a nice for what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think if you got haters, well, the thing is, it's, it's different. If you got bullies, yeah, call the police." 
Because, yeah, I had, I had some bullies here when I was like seven, 15 and I should have called the police on them. Is it? No, I think I was 14. It was these girls who are much older than me. Yeah. And um, I was friends with their friend. Mm. And for some reason, they didn't like me. I don't, I can't even, I that, don't even. That is just a weird thing. And then they used, to, sometimes. they used to chase me around school. And sometimes I wish, mm. I, yeah, sometimes I wish I had an older sibling and would just rock up with the police. Yeah. Yeah. But your school should have been doing something as well. I don't, I, I don't think I even thought about telling oh. anyone. Fick. It's fine. Yeah, that, that's that's awful. Yeah, if, you, if you're, if it's that kind of situation where you're being bullied, let someone know. Mm. Tell someone with some sort of authority. Yeah, call the police. Um, don't suffer in silence. Um, someone says, I just want you to go on about Love Island. Well, we did at the start, so yeah. just go back. Someone says, um... Expectations in an African household. Should I think we, that. we. I think we did that. Yeah, the other. Or sh- it, was, it was in one of our episodes. Yeah, we, yeah, sure. we covered it. Yeah, we've covered it. Um, and also, yeah, we got email as well. Mm. Um, let me see if I'll be able to access it, or can you access it? Are you logged in? Yeah. Yeah, it says. Um, so the guy I'm dating has a child. He is amazing and I have so much love for him. But in my life, I never saw myself dating someone with a child. I feel sad at times that he has had all these memories and firsts with someone else. He has all of the photographs saved with his baby mama and all over Facebook. And I just feel like I want romance. Why am I saying it like that? Romance. romance. <laughs> this is <how> you know. <laughs> is there any room for me? I'm never going to be number one. And in my first relationship, I kind of wanted to feel all the romance. We've been together a year now and I haven't met the child yet or the baby mama. Anyways, simply, I would love to know your thoughts on dating a guy with a four-year-old child. How would you feel about dating someone with a child? And how do you handle dating with a child, Jazz? I hope this doesn't come across offensive. I'm 27. And as I grow older, I just feel like dating people with child will become more common. Not too sure how to handle it. Especially when the f- person is amazing. Thoughts? Oh, bless. Um, I would just say, like, first and foremost, like, it's a good sign that you're, you know, seeking out advice. Mm. I mean, it, he's clearly important to you. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. It doesn't say how long you've been talking to him. So, well, she said she ain't seen the child. She met the child in a oh, year. Oh, yeah, in over a year. That that that's, for me would bit, be in, that, that yeah that's a bit strange. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what the reason why. Um, to be honest, I would say that if the baby mom is not causing you drama, forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, <laughs> if the baby mom's not causing you drama, then just thank thank mm. the stars because there there really are some people that are suffering out there. Um, and, <laughs> And it's not even just women. Like, I hate that it's always women that are perceived as moving Maybe mad. Do yeah, of course they are. Um, oh and I would say that if the biggest issue for you is like having, like his, he's had all his firsts mm. and memories and everything with her, I would just say that every child is going to be different mm. and all the experiences are going to be different mm. um, because it's not going to be with you exactly, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. And... Um, like, just think about your parents. Like, I don't know, like, with your siblings, mm. like, your your mum and your dad, they remember each of your births. Mm. They're all different. Like, mm. they never forget any of the details. Mm. They know everything. They remember everything about the day you were born. Mm. Um, all of your siblings. Even if you have, like, five children, they always remember what happened in each one. Mm. So I think each birth is 
special and mm. an experience. And I wouldn't let that get to you because mm. at the end of the day, it's going to be his first child with you. Oh, does so, she want to have a child with him? Well, she said that she... Oh, because the first, yeah. Yeah, that he's already had, had, had his what, first. Yeah, I feel like... And I don't, I don't think it's that much of a big Yeah, I don't deal. think so either. I don't think so either. I feel like... But if he's been bugging you for a year, maybe it might be a big yeah. deal for you. Yeah. But I feel like everybody has different firsts. Like, you yeah, know, first time definitely. you lose a virginity, first time you have a kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first time you... First boyfriend. Yeah. Um, as Jess says, I think the fact that he's got a good relationship with the baby mom and she's not yeah. causing you drama. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it seems like he's a good dad. Yeah. That's kind of a quality in him that shows yeah. he's a good man. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think it shows that when you have a child, you hopefully, I pray, yeah. give those attributes to your child as well. Definitely. And your child will have a sibling, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, it's a bit wild that you've not seen the child in particular. Yeah. Because... Um, in a year into a relationship, that's serious, in my opinion. Yeah, and and I can see why it's difficult. Like, because um, she said it's her first relationship. Oh, so really? It's like okay. Fair. Her first relationship with someone with a child, and mm. she hasn't experienced romance. I think you definitely need to have that conversation with him yeah. and just be like, "Look, yeah, mm. we need." Even if it's just a day, a mm. week, like a date night, mm. I think that that can make yeah, a big absolutely. difference. Um, and. This kind of, it's like, it reminds me of like when um, my child was first born, it's like I was seeing a lot of stuff about, because um, I had her when I was 20. So I was seeing a lot of stuff online about, oh, I could never date someone with a child because this, that, and yeah, the other. Yeah, you wrote an article about it. Yeah, I wrote, I actually wrote an article about it. And I was like, I understand that people, I don't think anyone should put themselves in a situation where mm. they feel like they have to look after a child that they're not feeling. Um, and, you know, giving themselves extra responsibilities and all of that mm. stuff. But it's the how they kind of make it out as though you're undateable. Mm. Like you're just exed off. I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't, I, I never liked that. Um, and I was just, I remember saying to Vicky, I was like, do these people realise that we're getting older? We are. And literally the older you get, the more likely you're going to end up with someone with a child. Yeah, so yeah. it's like these opinions mm. that you're saying now, mm. I want to see them in five years time because... <laughs> It, it has simmered down. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. simmered down. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be honest, like kudos to you for mm-hmm. like not having a child and getting with someone that has a child because I can understand it must be difficult. But um, if it's really bugging you like, and it's been on your yeah. mind, maybe you should reconsider being with that person. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but, but she said he's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing guy. So I, I really don't think that mm-hmm. this is something you should... Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Maybe you've got friends that are telling you it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. The only yeah. big deal, I think, is maybe you should say to him, look, I want to meet your child. Yeah. I want to be involved. You, yeah, because you, you, know. you need to have that relationship, mm. especially if this is someone that you want to have a future with. You do need to have an integrated family. That's the only way it's going to yeah, work. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe the baby mom's been quiet because, because the child hasn't met you yet. I don't know mm. if that's why she's not causing any problems. Mm. Maybe that dynamic might change so just prepare yourself or maybe the, the, but, the baby woman doesn't know she exists yeah Sorry, yeah we don't sis. know no but we, but, we have yeah, to men are mad. yeah but god forbid it's not in your case yeah. Ho- hopefully not but just prepare yourself for anything mm. and um i would say um that most of the people that i know in my life they they, they don't move mad so mm. i think that a lot of people would appreciate that their child is around someone who mm. is caring mm. loves them and they wouldn't 
start to move crazy yeah, for, for sure. no reason. I mm. think as long as the relationship has kind of ended, I guess, nicely mm. and there's not sort of lingering feelings yeah. and all of that stuff, mm. I think you shouldn't have any yeah. problems. You know, the child is four years old. He's not one. Mm. If if it was a one-year-old child, you would be in big, big trouble. But if... <laughs> But I think I think everything is fine. Yeah, I, think I just fine. think just have a conversation yeah. with him about the whole romance yeah. aspect mm-hmm. and and yeah. I, do you know what I think Jazz is right. Like not everything happens like in a fairy tale. Like you know yeah. you have your first child together and yeah. you lose yeah. your virginity to mm-hmm. him and you know so he's the first person you get married to. Yeah. Like things are just different nowadays. Like yeah. and and Definitely. it's fine. It's it's absolutely mm. fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal really. No. Um. I have another question. Suppose it's for me. Experience of being in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the word interracial makes me want to. Do you know what it is? It just, it just, it just reminds me of YouTube. Ruined, yeah. Yeah, it's ruined it. It just reminds me of YouTube yeah. and Swell, which I just think is grim. <laughs> um, would, you have, would you ever date outside your race, Jess? Um, I would, but I would, I would want them to be woke. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, fair. Like, yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's that. it. Mm. I, I'd want to know that, you know, they're not going to be one of those people that are like, oh, why do you, why is that a problem? Oh, that's not racist. Mm. Oh, that's just a joke. Oh, can I not say this? Oh, why can't I say mm. this? God forbid. Like, I just want, I, I would want it mm. to be seamless. I don't want to have to teach anyone yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And this is for any race. Yeah. Because yeah. there's even some black men that move absolutely mad. So I just don't want to be in a situation where I have to explain mm, certain mm. things to you mm. or where I'm looking at you sideways. I, mm. I never want to be in that situation. Yeah, so. Sure. Yeah, I just, mm. I, I would, I would mm. outside my race, basically what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, I suppose my experience is good. Like, yeah, I got a really nice boyfriend. Um, he's very understanding. Mm. But do you know what it is? I think I've always, I won't say woke is the mm. word, but I've always talked about black people. Yeah. Even what, in my journalism. Yeah, yeah. Even in my, my like, journalism and everything. So I think he knew very early on mm. what I was about. And... I don't know. I think I've I've always been like myself, like, you know, I'm black, I'm Nigerian, mm. you know, racism happens, all this stuff. And it was never a thing of he was weird about anything. And I think if he was, then I'd be like, yeah, this can't happen. Because I always mm. think in my mind, the kids, mm. the kids, the kids, the kids. But yeah, he's, he's very understanding. Yeah. And I think as well, he studies a lot of history mm. and like... So he's very clued up. Yeah, very clued yeah. up. Um... I don't know. I don't know what to say, really. Have you, um, have you experienced like any major? Obviously, there's going to be differences, but is there yeah, of course, anything yeah. that has been difficult with kind of integrating cultures? I guess because he even eats your food. He loves the food. Yeah, that but that's you eat. that's charming. Man. He just <laughs> yeah. likes to eat. Um, mm. Not really. Mm. Um, I don't really know because he's nice. Like when we go when, it, when we. <laughs> When we go out to family dinners, like he was proper nice to everyone. Mm. My mum likes him. My dad likes him. Um, obviously, like of course, he's like Essex, like yeah. deep Essex, yeah. like like little bit Cockney. He hates me for saying this, but he's got he has got a bit of a Cockney accent. And like it's like, oh, you're gonna marry a Nigerian girl, and you're having big weddings. Mm. Of course, that's taking him like. It took him a surprise when he when I showed him the real deal. He was yeah. like, wow, this is a lot. But I think he was just like, yeah, that's 
It's cool. Mm. Yeah, I think when when you find the right person, mm. those kind of things are not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it becomes a non-issue. Mm. Like yes, there will be bumps in the road, mm. but for the most part, yeah. it's just yeah. But you I, come to accept everything sure. about them. But as Jasmine said, I, I would not. I would not advise dating someone if they don't understand you. Like mm. they don't understand that you're yeah. black. Because, for example, when I experience racism. Mm-hmm. I do tell my boyfriend He's like one of the first people yeah. I'll tell And he'll be like Oh my god That's that's really shit Like yeah. I can't believe that happened Or I'm so sorry That happened to you Blah 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 mm. But if it was someone else They'll be like Are you sure it was racism? Yeah. Are you sure? And that's not That's not yeah. what you want to hear After not you've experienced Something like that Yeah Stay so, away from I don't see coloured people Please Because Save, save your energy Run <laughs> Run Because that's how they'll say That your, your child Is a nice blend of something Yeah And if someone says Oh our kids are love <laughs> Exit Stage left <laughs> A guy said that to me once, actually. Is it? Yeah. And I was, I was, I was so bizarre. I was so like, I was so immature, not immature, but I was so like, not even, I didn't even think that way. (laughs) I thought he meant because we were both bath. (laughs) And then you clocked after. Yeah, Yeah, because this guy was forcing me to have sex with him. And then I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want to have kids. And he was like, but our kids would, our kids would be gorgeous. Oh my. And I was, and I thought because we were both bath. (laughs) Little did I know. That he was following all the swell oh pages on Instagram. Vicky, you could actually write a book. Freak. Freak. You could write a <laughs> book. Please, please write a book. No, thank you. I don't want to get haunted to the day I die. But yeah, one thing I was going to say though, people, um, the only experience, the only weird experience, no, if I'll be honest, mm. I was, I did have reservations about dating my boyfriend because he was white. Like, and, okay. and I don't think I fully expressed this to my friends. Mm. It was more so like, I'd be like, like, remember at uni, we always yeah. break up, not break up, but we'll see each other, end it, break up, end mm. it, break up. And there was one time Jasmine was like, go see him, go see yeah. him. And during the summer when we were together, people would just stare at us. And the thing mm. is, I know people say, oh, interracial couples, people stare. And I was never used to that. Yeah. And it made me feel like, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Mm. That it, it wasn't like, I was, I was thinking people were staring at me like, what are they, like... Yeah. Do you hold hands a lot and stuff? Yeah, I'm probably the, the only reason why I say that is because I found that like, like when I've held hands with like my other half and stuff, yeah, it's yeah. like I feel like people are looking more so because mm. you're showing affection in public. Maybe yeah, as opposed to it being who you're with. Mm. And I've noticed that when I see like black couples, mm. I'm like, are they friends or are they? Mm. That's sometimes why I'm looking because Maybe. they they walk well, yeah. separately. <laughs> Have you noticed this? No. They walk, sometimes they walk one behind the other or... Black couples. God forbid. No. I've seen people hold hands. I haven't. I I swear. (laughs) I haven't. Just put a hand up to God. (laughs) I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time when I see black couples, I'm looking at them because I'm thinking, are you together Mm -hmm. or are you just friends? Like I'm bad. Just because of how they interact, mm. I'm like, what's going on here? Mm. So sometimes maybe it's that. The thing, but the thing, I don't, I don't even care. I might, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I was initially like, oh, I wonder what people are gonna think. Like, I was really like, or oh, people mm. like, are people gonna think this eradicates my blackness and yeah. all this stuff? But I was like, I like him so much. Like, mm. He's so perfect for me, sort of thing. So I was like, I don't. I remember just like, just why? Why are you being weird? Like, why yeah. just go see I, him? I did not understand it and at that, all. That was that was part of the reason. So I was like, I don't want to. And it's like, but whatever, man. But we we actually had a conversation like when we first started dating, and he said, "Yeah, people did used to stare." Mm. 
And I was like, Ross. Um, but the thing is, we never spoke about it. Yeah. We never, well, that particular, we never spoke so about it. So it's like you both thing. noticed it, but you yeah, never. Yeah, we just never said. Yeah. And I think he did say, because he didn't want to make me feel awkward. Mm. And, but he did, what, what he did say was, whenever we went to London, no one cared. Yeah. At it all. was just in Essex. Yeah. In mm. Essex, yeah. But now, no one gives a shit. Like, no. I guess it's different. That's like yeah. five years ago. Now it's very like. Yeah, yeah it's very normal. N- yeah. But I, um, one thing I will say is, I hate this mentality of black men are shit. I'm going to get with a white guy because they treat you better. Yeah, I don't like that. Listen. There's scum everywhere. Everyone <laughs> is mad. Are people, everyone. Not, are people not watching Love Island? Are people not watching EastEnders? Yeah. <laughs> what other question? Um, no, go on. No, I was going to say, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't even have a black magic this week. Um, oh. Forgive me, guys. It's fine. Yeah. Someone wants us to talk about the Juvia's Place and Black Empress and Jackie Hanna. I think, um, I just didn't believe it because <laughs> it was more so because the woman was like, oh, like today I mm. saw that she wrote, oh, Jackie Hanna, she's not even pro-black because she slept with a married man mm. and she did this, she did that. And I'm like, okay, like even if it's true, mm. how does that mean she's not pro-black? Mm. And second of all, what you're a whole CEO and you're on Twitter gossiping like a little girl. So embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So embarrassing. And everyone is literally like, what are you doing? Mm. Put your phone away. It's so wild. It's wild. My thing about the whole thing is, why did you share Jeffrey on your Instagram? Like, yeah. I get people and like... I think there would be no repercussions. The thing is, I get people like, oh, get the bag. Do you know you can get your bag in silent? Like, as in like... Jeffree Star has 14 million subscribers, yeah? Yeah. Let's say 10% of them people buy the, buy the foundation mm. because Jeffree Star bought the foundation himself yeah. and re- was reviewing it. Let's say 10% of those people uh, buy it, which we know the percentage is probably high. Let's yeah. say 35. But then 50% of black people have decided now they're not going to buy no, no, it. No, so no. is it worth it? No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's say 35% of his followers buy it. Yeah. Including, I'm sure there's some black people yeah. that love him too. Mm-hmm. And... Juvia's players don't even pay attention to it. They don't post it on on, on their thing. Mm. They're still getting their coin. Yeah. Do you see how it was like? They didn't have to post it. You at would all. still be getting your coin, and nobody would. No one would cancel you. Nope. But she had. It was. It was even the attitude in the replies. That's she, what was. Yeah, she's mad. She was like, so so now we should not repost him. I'm like, see. What? <laughs> He called oh, black so, women monkeys. Yeah. So oh, we shouldn't repost him. We shouldn't say thank you because of of. I'm like. You know what? If I was the owner, her, I would just her, turn a blind eye to the Jeffree Star. severe media training. Intense mm. media I would even do two things. Turn a blind eye to the to the Jeffree Star and be yeah. like, well, he's given me loads of money, yeah. but I still don't fuck with him. Jokes on him. He's made me rich. Ha ha ha. Or two, made a bold statement, which which could have worked in her favour PR wise and be yeah. like, we don't condone Jeffree Star. Yeah. And, that, and people would have fucked with that heavy. And I think she was better off, like when Elise Ashley and Jackie Aina said whatever they said on Twitter, she was better off just ignoring. Oh, absolutely. Better off ignoring than what she did. She just made it worse. Tweeting absolute jazz. But you know what? Like, I understand if you still want to support a black owned business. Yeah, I I get it. But but she's mad. Yeah. There's lots of others that you can Yeah, there's Beauty Bakery have a very good foundation, Mm. especially if you have oily skin, go for it. Mm. But I just don't, I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah, it was a mess. And the fact that she's Nigerian as well, was just like, oh, sis. 
Yeah. But the thing is, 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 is how black the product is. Have you seen the, the cover? It's, yeah, why why is Jeffree Star even black. buying it? Yeah. As in like, it's got Nubian Queen yeah. on the front. Why is And Jeff- literally all the foundations are named after like um, cities in Africa. So it's like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Lagos, Kampala. It's, it's just embarrassing and it's crazy how powerful influencers are. The fact that Jackie, Elissa and Neymar, Neymar's not much said much. Yeah, she hasn't said but the, anything. But the fact that all three of them have that much power that people like Juvian, Juvian Place is cancelled mm-hmm. is nuts. It's no good sign. Someone says, please discuss some of the struggles you face in the industry working while black. Girl? I'm not in the industry. So. Which industry is she talking about? Yeah. There's not. lots of industries. Yeah. But we've 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 talked about that, no? We've covered it. Yeah, we've covered in, it. In like working. Yeah, like, we've got uh, microaggressions at, yeah, at microaggressions work and stuff. But um, the short answer is it's peak. Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> but but just hold on to the to the real ones because there's even some. Yeah, there's some real ones in office. Often, hopefully, I, I hope you do have some real ones who have your back and just you can vent to you. Mm. Um, but yeah. We've got another one saying, I know you guys have already discussed you one day, but please discuss them again. <laughs> okay, just to reinforce you know what, what you said before, she's been moving mad. She's been moving reckless. Yeah. But do you know what I loved? I loved, um, she's so me. When she went over to him yesterday and was like, hey, can I talk to you? Which was all nice. I was like, this is literally me. This is how mad I've been moving. And she said, what, what did you say when you walked in? Oh, what? <laughs> no, that was, this, that was at, the Yoruba, Yoruba demon came out of her when she said that. What did you say when you walked? She asked him, she said that to him three times. Yeah. Was, he was she, like, she was just waiting. He, he was, was like confused. Her? He yeah. was like, huh? He didn't understand the psychology. She was like, how can you ask me that? Are you mad? <laughs> she was moving absolutely crazy. Um, someone says, how do you know if your mental health is bad enough to see a therapist? Love you too. Love you, hun. Um, I don't think your mental health has to be bad, quote unquote bad to see a therapist. You can have yeah. good mental health and see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do feel like you're deteriorating and you're having bad thoughts or you can't do your day-to-day activities, it could be worth seeing a therapist. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, yeah, and I think always see a, see a doctor first, but also if you can afford it, um, see a therapist. Mm. And I did tweet a link to the therapist for low-income people mm. oh it's our time to go all right guys, guys. we've been knocked we out we out here thank you guys for answering the questions yeah thank you so much it's been good it's been good it's been Can a good do it again one. yeah yeah, yeah. see you guys later bye, bye. stay blessed <laughs>